You're listening to the Daily Podcast Practice Show for Thursday, June 3rd, 2021, where I take a few minutes every day to talk into a microphone, trying to say something witty, maybe even coherently. You can find out more at dailypodcastpractice.com. Me, the guy that's talking, the host, the producer, the voice talent, the editor, the program director, you know, everything. Uh, That's me, Rich Grimshaw, and I thank you for being here with me today. Today is National Moonshine Day. This is according to nationaltoday.com. And, of course, this brings up to mind the moonshine tradition of Dawson County, Georgia. I've told you before, I live in Forsyth County, Georgia, which is north of Atlanta. And just north of Forsyth County is Dawson County. I've said also that Forsyth County in the past has been just a dirt poor county. Well, Dawson County turned much better. Back in the 30s and 40s, and I think even into the 50s, they had quite a reputation for making moonshine and running it into Atlanta. Let me read something from georgiaencyclopedia.org. Georgians have made moonshine since the late 18th century. During colonial antebellum periods, its production played an important role in the state's agrarian economy. Got it. But back during the Civil War, the federal government... And after the Civil War, the federal government tried to balance the budget by putting a tax on liquor, on moonshine. And the folks making moonshine up in Dawson County just weren't having none of it. In fact, all around North Georgia, they weren't having none of it. And so the revenuers would come in and try to try to get the revenue or break up their stills. And the moonshiners would fuss at the revenuers and kill them and do all manner of things. Anyhow, Dawson County continued making moonshine, and, according to this article, in the Mountain County of Dawson, moonshiners ran millions of gallons of whiskey into Atlanta. Other mountain counties like Gilmer, Lumpkin, and Pickens became major producers of moonshine in the 30s and 40s. Moonshiners played a dangerous game of cat and mouse with the revenuers. In Dawson Union and other counties, so-called trippers designed high-performance automobiles called tanker cars, most often 1940 Fords, to evade the revenuers. Such car chases often ended in the death of the moonshiner or the revenuer. Now here's the kicker. Out of these powerful cars and high-speed chases grew the sport known today as stock car racing or NASCAR. There you go! From the hills of North Georgia and running illegal booze into Atlanta comes the great sport of NASCAR. (laughs) Go left around in a circle and see what you can do. So subsequently, Dawson County became known for having a having a number of well-known stock car drivers, one of whom you might remember as William Clyde Elliott, better known as Bill Elliott, otherwise known as Awesome Bill from Dawsonville or Million Dollar Bill. He's quite a character, quite a legend around here. He now has a Ford dealership up on up Georgia 400, north of Dawson County even. I think it's up into Lumpkin County. Uh, Dawson County, several years ago, maybe 15 years ago now, they built a bootlegger museum that didn't do any good. Maybe it was a NASCAR museum. I don't know. Didn't attract the kind of tourists they were expecting to get, and so went bust, and I think the city of Dawsonville bought it out, and it's now a bunch of municipal offices. But they still have a moonshine festival every year. And they just kind of celebrate that part of of their heritage and of of their culture. Let's change the subject. Let's go back to what we were talking about yesterday, the Waffle House. I want to go back to the Waffle House 
uh, index. So bear with me here. Let's go back and look at where this came from. And I'm reading again from Wikipedia, and you know what Wikipedia is, I won't go there. It says, the Waffle House Index is an informal metric named after the Waffle House restaurant chain and was used by former administrator Craig Fugate of the Federal Emergency Management Agency to determine the effect of a storm and the likely scale of assistance required for disaster recovery. So according to legend, well, according to Wikipedia, Craig Fugate was, uh, was, was quoted as saying, if you get there and the Waffle House is closed, that's really bad. <laughs> the Waffle House index term was coined by FEMA Administrator Craig Fugate in May 2011 following the Joplin tornado, during which the two Waffle House restaurants in Joplin remained open. It's based on the reputation of the restaurant chain Waffle House for staying open during extreme weather and for reopening quickly, albeit sometimes with a limited menu, after very severe weather events like tornadoes or hurricanes. The Waffle House Index sits alongside more formal measures of wind, rainfall, and other weather information such as the Saffir-Simpson Hurricane Scale, which is used to indicate the intensity of a storm. Dan Stone King, FEMA Director of External Affairs, wrote in a FEMA blog post, As Craig Fugate often says, the Waffle House test doesn't just tell us how quickly a business might rebound, it also tells us how the larger community is faring. The sooner restaurants, grocery, and corner store the sooner restaurants, grocery, and corner stores or banks can reopen, the sooner local economies will start generating revenue again, signaling a stronger recovery for that community. The success of the private sector in preparing for and weathering disasters is essential to a community's ability to recover in the long run. There are three levels of the index based on the extent of operations and service at the restaurant following a storm. Green, full menu, restaurant has power and damage is limited or no damage at all. Yellow, limited menu, no power or only power from a generator or food supplies may be low. And red, the restaurant is closed indicating severe damage, severe flooding, or nuclear fallout. <laughs> As Mr. Fugate says, if you get there and the door is locked, it ain't good. <laughs> That'll do it for today. I'm Rich Grimshaw, and you are invited to join me again tomorrow. Thanks for listening.